The Bible is the overarching story of God and people. So from our origin in Genesis to our future destiny in Revelation, it is the most amazing, adventurous, epic story ever to be written. So when we open the Bible, we kind of enter into the story. We read the story of God. And then after opening the Bible, when we close it and we then stand up and decide to take a step forward, we then begin to live the story of God. And so God is the ultimate author. We always say God is the author of life. And the story that we are in, and the story in the Bible we read about, has two main sections. Old Testament is part one. New Testament is part two. And I want to do just a a kind of a a quick at-a-glance overview here as we begin our first message into Lent and into this new series. That from the Old Testament into the New Testament, we see an interesting shift happen. From the importance of a place to the importance of a person. In the Old Testament, place is paramount. God asks Abraham to leave his home and to go forth with faith to a place that God would later show him. Leave home and go to a place. This is what would become the promised land. After the Exodus, just a couple examples here from the Old Testament. After the Exodus out of Egypt, God's people, the Israelites, were to receive the Ten Commandments and to worship at a specific place, Mount Sinai. Later, the temple was built by King Solomon in Jerusalem, and it was to be a sacred place in the world where God's presence would dwell with people. So faith in God in the Old Testament was linked and tethered to place. Then in the New Testament, a big change happens. We hear Jesus speaking to the woman at the well in John chapter 4. And he says, A time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. Wait a minute. 
nor in Jerusalem? What? I mean, up to this point, that was the place to be, to connect with God, to worship God. The temple in Jerusalem was the place. And Jesus starts saying, where he's talking with a woman on that mountain in Samaria, he's saying, there's a time is coming where you're not going to just worship God on this mountain or, or really in Jerusalem. Huh. That's interesting. We thought it was all about a certain place to be, to meet with God. Maybe it's not just about a place anymore. Jesus also says in John, in the Gospel of John, he, he said, true worshipers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth. So Jesus was saying something very, very new, that worshiping God the Father is not about being in the right place. See, we, we often can think that way too. That it's just about being in a place, and that's where God is. A lot of people think, well, that's just in the church, in the sanctuary. We think, oh, you leave the church, you leave the sanctuary, all of a sudden there's that disconnect. No. God is with us wherever we go. Jesus also said in the Gospel of John in chapter 2, he said this. He said, destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. He said, destroy this temple. And most people that heard him say this thought he was talking about the temple that Solomon built in Jerusalem. You know, the place where you met with God. That's the place. But we know in the context that Jesus was talking about himself. That after his death, the temple of his body would be raised. Jesus was saying something amazing here. He was saying, don't look anymore to the temple in Jerusalem. He was saying, look to me. Look at me. In Jesus, we have the temple of the living God where his presence dwells with us. It's Jesus' body. It's not the building anymore. So faith in God, a relationship with God from Old into New Testament goes from a place to a person. This is a big shift from a place to a person. I want us to get that today. So when I was in Israel about a year ago now, I saw many groups that were frustrated and fighting over a place. 
They thought, it's about a place. And God's saying, no, no, no. It's not about a place. I changed it. It's about a person. Whether you are in Israel, in China, in America, in Africa, this person will always be there. In Matthew chapter 28, Jesus said, Behold, I am with you always. I am with you wherever you go. So realize this today, my brothers and sisters. It's not about being in the right location. It's about being in the right relationship. Jesus is everywhere. And so everywhere you go, whether North Carolina or Shelbyville or Columbus, wherever you go, he is there. Amen. He is there. So as we stay in step with our Savior every day, we'll be drawn into the blessed life of God, knowing, knowing full well that we are guided faithfully and we are loved perfectly. We are transitioning now in our sermon series from what we were seeing all about the eyes, what we are seeing to now where we are going. And it's not about a, the, a place where we're going. It's about a person that we are walking with. So now in Lent, the 40 days before Easter, we will be going together on a journey with Jesus. As we enter into Holy Communion, may your personal prayer be, as we kind of launch in this new direction here in Lent, the journey with Jesus, may your personal prayer be, Jesus, I want to know you better. It's about a person. It's about a relationship. Say, Jesus, I want to go on the journey of life with you now, with you. I don't want to go my own way. I don't want to follow other people. I want to follow you, my Lord and my God, wherever you lead. Say, I want to follow you. I want to keep in step with you, my Savior. May that be our prayer.